thank you for tuning in once again to the limitless experience with eric just first things first for those of you who don't know who maybe don't follow me on instagram which is limitless underscore e by the way my podcast has just been picked up by iHeartRadio, so that is another platform that you guys can listen to my podcast on um for all of you who have been sticking with me from day one i definitely appreciate it i just ask one thing um you know if you like my podcast and you enjoy it and you subscribe to it and you get the notifications every time I release a new episode, do me a favor and tell your friends about it. And um, if that your friends like it, tell them to tell their friends about it. I definitely appreciate the support. Even if they don't watch The Shy or Power, um, I do have episodes that aren't pertaining to television shows. I got real life situations that I'm talking about. That's why I named the podcast The Limitless Experience with Eric. I'm giving you guys some of my experiences throughout life. So if you have a look at the list of episodes that I've released, you will see that some of them are personal experience related topics that I'm speaking about, not just fictional television shows. Now, speaking of fictional television shows, this season three of The Shy had a lot of things happening behind the scenes, which is part of the reason why, to me, this third season is kind of slowly moving and definitely has taken on a different storyline than it would have if Brandon and Reg were not killed off the show. If you agree with me, let me know. Feel free to drop me a line. As usual, you know where you can find me at Limitless underscore E on Instagram. Um, this seems to be a challenging season for the writers on the show, but nonetheless, they're doing a good job. Episode three of season three starts off with Kevin trying his best to find out where his sister is at. Only way you're getting is a bullet through your head. That's on the mouth. Not the first one to pull a gun on me. Nigga, I'll kill you and your buggy right on my front steps. Let's go. I'm not leaving without my sister. I said let's go. Now, I'm not from Chicago. I'm from New Jersey. But from the shit that I've been hearing about Chicago, Kevin wouldn't have made it home that night. I know your sister missing and all that, and you want to get her back. But you don't go to nobody's crib. Raising hell like that when they got a hammer in your face, bro. Like, come on, man. You know the stories. Like, they don't play around the fact that this isn't, like, a real depiction of Chicago. Like, they mention the fact that they know what's going on in their city all the time. Like, Kevin should have known better. And I'm going to keep saying this and I'm going to say it every episode because just like I have my Ain't No Way With Power, there's also a recurring situation in the show, The Shy. And it happens every episode, and that's bad decision-making. That's a bad decision by Kevin. How dare you go to this man's crib and tell him you ain't leaving until you get your sister, bruh? Even if your sister is alive, he wouldn't tell you. And if she dead, he about to send you with her for running your mouth like that to him. In real life, it would have went something like this. I'm not leaving without my sister. What's all about? It's the hardest Am I right or wrong? But anyways, it seems like Kevin is dead set on finding his sister. He even told homie he'd catch up with him. We're going to come back to that a little bit later in the pod. So they once again know where the homeboy that had the gun on him. So Jake said we got to get the hell up out of here. They got up out of there. They told Jake big brother about it. So Trey and Imani roll up to the crib, bust down with the guns, hence the name of the episode, Busting the crib with the guns, looking for Keisha. Unfortunately, they don't find her, but 
but they do uncover that that is some sick shit going down in that house with a lot of girls that I'm pretty sure their parents don't know what's happening to them. And it's not a nice, it's not a pretty sight to see. And Imani was not happy with what she saw. Hopefully at some point down the line, it's looking like it's going to happen sooner than later. They do go in there or maybe get the authorities involved and get those little girls back home to their families. Things aren't going well for Emmett either. Emmett and his baby mother, one of his three, I believe, baby mother's Tiff, have just been kicked out of their apartment. So now they're looking for somewhere to go. And unfortunately for them, they got to move back into Emmett's mother's crib, who she said that she's going to deal with them for a while, but they just got to follow her rules. And already it's not looking too good. They're getting into arguments about the little kid. And it's time for Emmett to bust that move. So he teamed up with Dom, who was played by Lala, and they're using Sonny's Kitchen after hours for all of the people that are coming out of the clubs who may be drunk and definitely have built up an appetite. Now, Dom can cook her ass off. She even thought it was fly to come into Sonny's shop and tell him how to make his own chicken. That was a stupid move on her part. That's the type of ignorance that got Keisha killed in power, but you can't tell Dom nothing. She know it all. With better preparation and more organization, that after-hours kitchen could really make them a lot of bread. It was a lot of people in that kitchen. Maybe she should have had some food already prepared, had that mac and cheese already prepared, had them ribs already cooking, had that coleslaw already prepared, and they'd be all right. They're going to get it going. And then maybe Tiff won't have to sell weed. Tracy brought Nina, Keisha's mother, and Dre, Nina's wife, into her support group and has decided to, out the kindness of her heart, throw a vigil to bring awareness to the fact that Keisha's missing in hopes that word will spread and everybody can be on the lookout and if anybody has any information they can get Keisha home and Emmett may have helped with that a little bit by showing Keisha's mother her Instagram page I don't know how much that's going to help but it definitely shined a light onto something that Keisha's mom may have not have known about her now, Ronnie, is it just me or when those kids was chasing him, I felt like they was going to he should have known they was going to beat his ass. Was he smiling while running from them? It looked like he was about to enjoy the ass whooping that was coming. I mean, it literally looked as if he had a smile on his face. I know it's not just me. I even rewound the TV and looked again like what did he think was coming? These are young kids that don't give a damn. And these young kids do these things where they beat this shit out of homeless people just for fun and he's smiling I didn't understand that but this show does do things and like other shows where they drop little hints here and there um, Ronnie's grandmother is not happy with him she says she doesn't know who the hell he is because the grandson that she had was a hero and she told him that he's not a hero and he said he will be what would make Ronnie a hero? Finding out where Keisha is. And at that vigil, he looked around and he saw some weird dude. Why he picked him out the crowd, who knows. But once that weirdo saw Ronnie was on to him, he took off. Which seems very similar to a scene, may have either been borrowed from the movie Prisoners. Great movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman, by the way. Um, hopefully Keisha doesn't end up the way the daughter in that movie ended up. It's called Prisoners, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Check it out. So that's one of my predictions. 
Ronnie will find Keisha and this weird dude that just took flight knows something and Ronnie's going to get that information out of him. The other prediction that I have, which may go a little bit further into the season, depending on when they want to when they want to reveal what's happened to Keisha. I predict that little Kevin is not going to be so innocent any longer. They've already been playing some seeds by making Kevin smoke weed and drink. I believe somehow, someway, Kevin's going to get a gun, and he's going to do what he told homeboy he was going to do, which is... Alright, I'm going to catch you. Kevin's going to catch a body this season. That's my prediction. As I said earlier, this is a slow-moving season thus far. Hopefully, at some point, it will pick up. A lot of the storylines are just filling. They don't really have much to do with the major story at hand. So, um, it is what it is. Thank you for tuning in. Catch y'all next time. Peace out.